Hello, and welcome to another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. I'm happy to be here today, and I hope you are too. I am my co-host, Maria Acevedo, right here next to me, and we are really excited about our guest today. But before we introduce her, we'd like to take a quick minute to share a few stories about our students and staff. That's right, Monica. We want to take a few minutes to share some stories about all the great things our students are doing and share a couple of staff recognitions. That's right, Marianne. I would like to open up with two really cool stories. Our Beloit Memorial High School business entrepreneurial students took a tour of the Milwaukee Bucks headquarters. They toured the offices, met with key officials, and they participated in a panel discussion. And while all that was amazing, the students shared with me that what was really exciting at the end of the day, they were able to watch the Bucks game and they were competing against the Sacramento Kings and the Bucks won. So all around it was a really cool day for our students. Then UW Whitewater education ma- majors have been pen pals with our second grade students at Converse Elementary. And they have been writing notes back and forth for several months now. And last week, those college students came down and went to ca- Converse and met with their pen pals. Cool. Wasn't it cool? They're, oh my gosh, the students were so excited. They spent the day with them, reading books, uh, doing crafts, activities. And as one student shared with me, the best part, really, you can probably guess this, Maria, was they had pizza for lunch. And so I think I, I'm glad we're taking this time to share a couple of cool stories like that. Yeah, those are some great partnerships. I also want to share with everyone a little bit about our um, staff all-stars. So the Staff All-Star Award is an opportunity for some of our staff members to nominate and recognize their fellow um, staff members for their passion, work, and dedication to the students and families in our district. So we want to give a shout out to our December All-Star Award honorees. Congratulations to James Kelly, Adriana Kofoid, Molly Ferenbach, Mary Ellen Fuentes, Brian Lundeen, Tanya Masoner, Brian Michaels, Deb Prouse, Ania Ramsey-Martinez, Lori Shepard, Crystal Silva, Jeb Warner, and Jennifer Wiles. You can all read their nominations on our website in the news tab and on our Facebook page. I was going to say, I'm glad you shared that. And Marie and I have the honor of reading nominations every month. And we are amazed um, by the passion and dedication of our staff to our district, but more importantly, to our students. So they're a great group of staff members that were recognized this past month. Yeah, check them out for sure. And it, like we said, it's great to share all the good things that are happening in our district. But now without further ado, I want to introduce today's um, guest. Today we have Danielle Marks. She's the Director of Human Resources, both for the Stateline Family YMCA and the Stateline Boys and Girls Club. She's also a very great volunteer in our district. So welcome to our podcast, Danielle. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be able to talk about the program today. Perfect. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and your connection to the school district of Beloit? Yeah, that's it feels like a long story, but I'll keep it short. Uh, So (laughs) I'm a 2008 graduate of Beloit Memorial High School. I went through Converse and McNeil and then graduated from Beloit Memorial, Um, went away for a little bit, of course, to college. And then once we had our uh, oldest son, we found our way back to Beloit. So now I am a mother of two who are in the district. They are at Todd in the dual language program, which is super cool and exciting. 
Um, and then really, I'm just proud to have been involved in um, other other volunteer opportunities apart from practice interview program, like like master planning for the academies and the strategic planning. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're really involved in a lot of things. But today, like you said, we're here to talk about the practice interview program. Can you speak about your involvement and passion with the program for those that are not familiar with it? Yeah, about, uh, I guess, five years ago now, Monica actually is the one who said, you need to volunteer for this. <laughs> and so I went and signed up to be um, an interviewer at the time and quickly, of course, just kind of went head over heels in love with the program and uh, became more involved in the facilitating and coordinating side. So who else helps you lead this initiative with our district? Uh, Rick Barter is, we call ourselves co-coordinators, uh, and so he has been super instrumental and actually was involved in the inception of the program um, about 20 years ago now. It's been around, so um, he's been great to work with and just kind of uh, keeping up with the history of the program and making sure that we stay relevant. Um, so he's been a great partner. So we've used the term practice interview. But now I'm going to get a little more specific. Can you tell us and our listeners who don't know what exactly is the practice interview and what are all the components made up of this particular program? Uh, so as I said, we've been around for about 20 years and now we reach sophomores instead of juniors. Uh, that's been for about the past. This is the second school year that we've been reaching sophomores uh, that has been awesome because we're kind of reaching more students before they actually go to a job interview. Uh, so they get that practice in before they really need it. It kind of helps them with their nerves. Uh, our volunteers, we have what we call facilitators. And so those are volunteers who take the time to go into the classrooms and uh, session one, we call it is like a teaching session. So we teach the students, uh, our little curriculum that we have uh, where we go through first impressions is really in storytelling what it's about. Mm -hmm. So they learn about what goes into a first impression and, of course, get, getting to how to interview well and then making the resume. So then the second week that we're there, that's a one block session one week. The next week we go and do one more block with the same classroom again. The same class uh, is what we try to stick to and we just do the resume workshop. So the entire block is spent helping each student build a workforce-ready resume. Uh, by that, we mean that at the end of the day, the student would be able to take that resume without changing anything and submit it to companies. And we believe it would be a strong resume to be able to get a job um, all within that one block. Uh, and then the third week, we the facilitators host practice interviews. So we get volunteers uh, from the community in all shapes and sizes of jobs, if you will, and companies and they volunteer their time to come in and, and interview students as if they were interviewing them for a job. Um, so students have to know what they are interviewing for. It's kind of a made up thing, but they come up with some pretty cool stuff. Uh, some it's just, I want to get a job at the grocery store and others it's, I'm going to be a rocket scientist someday. So we see quite a lot, um, but it's also fun for interviewers to, you know, if you're talking to someone from manufacturing and you sit down and want to interview to be um, a nurse, they kind of have to ad lib too. So it's, it's kind of fun on both ends. What I really liked about what you've added to this component of it too. So they go through all this learning about how to dress um, for success, eye contact, social skills, resume writing, but you also bring in the writing of a thank you note, which is not as common as it used to be. So I really liked that then the students sit down and um, they write a thank you note to the person that's interviewed them. 
Is that correct? I thought yes. That. So we, we've we developed a template. And what we've come to realize uh, is it's sort of a lost art, writing a thank you note in general. So uh, I do share that oftentimes if you were to just kind of type out a thank you email, that's widely accepted as well. Correct. Honestly, that even doesn't happen as often as it used yeah. to. Um, but we do, we have to go through um, and and take it to like, this is the section of the thank you note, that, mm-hmm. note where you will write. And this is how you might write it. And this is how you might address an envelope. So these are all life skills, obviously, that, that they'll carry with them throughout their life. And that's what's really exciting. So can you share with us maybe a few comments you've heard from students going through um, this process or the teachers who work with the students when, when you're not there? So what, what are some success stories? What are you hearing? Well, we just, I guess, in sheer numbers of how many we reached this semester alone, we reached 245 students in a period of three weeks. Wow, I mean, that's, that's, that's really a lot good. of students. Yeah. So uh, that in itself is really impressive uh, to hear that our volunteers are making that kind of an impact. Uh, we do surveys every session and we hear from students, teachers and all of the volunteers and facilitators. And of course, we just want to continue to make it better and make it more most relevant uh, some of the, the quotes that I took from students this time around were, um, it gave me more confidence in my speaking skills. I personally liked the interview uh, the best because it made me realize things I haven't realized about myself. I think it'll help me for the future when I apply for a job and have an interview. And getting feedback is something important to me, even if it's not so great feedback. And that there was honestly repetitive um, in terms of the, I think we had over 40 students respond so far. It's still out there. Uh, and I would say a good 10 of the comments were that they were excited to hear feedback, even if it was something they needed to improve on. So that was cool. Very cool. I know Marie and I both have participated in, in doing the interviews. And I would say the comments from the students were probably some of the same comments I felt when leaving. How about you, Maria? Yeah. And then I also was part of it as a student a long, long time ago. You were? I was. So I'm very familiar with the practice. She's uh, she's Rick's favorite story to share, which is so cool. <laughs> it is so cool. I agree with them. It is cool. Yeah. So Danielle, why do you do this work? You're a busy person with a career, young children, other volunteer opportunities. Why do you like to take part in the practice interview program? Um, for me, this is just one way that I can make sure or help out in making that positive impact in the lives of youth in our community. Um, obviously, we hope that they will, the students will choose to live in Beloit and continue to better our community. So it would be really nice, uh, you know, to think about making making that impact. Uh, but I guess selfishly, it's the feel good. You know, mm. it's uh, seeing the transformation. I, every semester there are students when I'm in the classroom and I see them from session one all the way to the end. There are students who just don't get into it. Right. Especially mm. from day one. You can see the students who are really OK. I get it. Like, let's let's pay attention. And I, I know I'm getting a grade for this, so I'm going to take it seriously. And then there are some students who are just like, ah, I'm not doing this. And and I would say like 90 percent of the time those students end up flipping and being some of the best interviews. Um, We hear every semester we hear from um, volunteers that they ended up forming a connection that resulted in like an internship opportunity um, or even got hired. I mean, a lot of these students end up getting jobs. Um, Me at the YMCA and Boys and Girls Club, obviously we hire students, right? Um, And obviously there are careers within the Y and the Boys and Girls Club, but we do hire students in part-time work Um, at our organizations. Other volunteers might be more career-based and, you know, may not have as many opportunities for high school students, but they still have formed a connection that might lead to, again, a a career exploration opportunity, an internship, volunteer experience, or what have you. 
Yeah, it's a lot of great connections that happen during those practice interviews. So moving on, what is something you have learned about our district that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I just I learn more every year, I guess, even even having grown up in the district. There's so much changing at all times. And there are so many opportunities now that even in 2008, um, I keep saying that's not that long ago, guys. <laughs> the students are like, oh, I was like a baby. You know what? We're not going to talk yeah. about that. <laughs> um, and so it's it's cool to see how fast our district has changed for the better. And and I will just say it's you just hear so much. I think there's so much out there that that maybe makes our district not seem as awesome as it is. And when you go into the classrooms or just set foot in a building or see the students out and about, you don't see or hear any of that. And so it's really cool to um, be reminded constantly, really, of how awesome our district is and how many opportunities um, my sons will have, you know, currently have in learning Spanish as a second language uh, as a 4K and second grade student. Yeah. You know, um, my second grader constantly says, Mom, I don't like English. It's too hard. <laughs> we, we don't speak Spanish in my home. So uh, so it is. It's fun and, and cool to see opportunities at each grade level. And by the time they're in high school, I can only imagine. That is Thank you so much for sharing that. I like how you say being in the classrooms, walking in the halls, seeing the students um, is a very positive experience for you. So we appreciate that. So we like to ask this question now. It's new. Marie and I are going to then compile a list of everyone's suggestion and share that out. So our question is, what is one book you would recommend to our listeners as a must read? I, I, without a doubt, say Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath. So we did end up reading this as um, a leadership team at the Y. It's probably been a year now. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, we all keep talking about it and I apply it to my personal life as well. So it's not a book where I would say, oh, you should read this if you're in a certain kind of role or position. Um, It's a book that was engaging and it kind of is a brain book, if you will, but it really puts some perspective on... um, Life's life is made up of moments, right? And those moments create your memories, whether it's a positive moment or a negative moment. Mm -hmm. For example, one of the examples they use is Disney World. How was your trip to Disney World? And most of the time people are going to be like, it was amazing. We got Mm -hmm. to meet Mickey and we went to Cinderella's (laughs) Castle. They don't talk about how hot it was and that they had to walk 700 miles or spend (laughs) $7,000, right? So it's the moments that Disney is able to create in that example that, um, that links us, I guess, links that memory into our brain. And, and so as a mom, I, I try to like, I always remember that creating moments, not, not, uh, negative experiences, mm-hmm. if you will, uh, so that we can have those, those happy and positive memories. And then of course at the Y and the boys and girls club, it's all about experience there. So mm-hmm. we talk about it all the time. Could you share the name of the book again? Yes. The Power of Moments. And it's written by Chip and Dan Heath. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, Danielle, we're coming close to the conclusion of our podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add um, before I introduce you to our rapid fire either or questions? Oh, my. That sounds intense. Um, (laughs) I would just say, you know, one thing I didn't mention earlier is the tremendous support that we receive from uh, the Greater Beloit Economic Development Corporation and Greater Beloit uh, Chamber of Commerce. They they support the program, whether it's through helping us by putting the volunteer opportunities in newsletters. Um, it might be by something as simple as ordering and purchasing thank you notes for the students to write on. 
Um, but anything we have needed, they have uh, kind of sponsored or been there for us. In fact, it's kind of always been under the arm of the GBEDC. And the chamber in recent years has kind of also stepped up to the plate to help out. So another, you know, one of the endless positive relationships and sponsorships uh, that this program is able to take advantage of. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, some amazing amazing partnerships that we have. But like Monica mentioned, at the end of each interview, we like to close up with uh, rapid fire questions. So this is when we give you 10 options and ask you which one you prefer. So you have less than 30 seconds to answer. Monica's going to keep track. So it's either or. So pick one or the other. Are you ready? I don't explain. I just say this is the one. Yes, yes. Are you ready? (laughs) Yes. Bagels or donuts? Bagels. Outer space or bottom of the sea? Outer space. Time machine or magic wand? Magic wand. Cookies or cake? Cookies. Books or magazines? Books. Gold or silver? Gold. Burgers or hot dogs? Burgers. Big party or small gathering? Small gathering. Skydiving or bungee jumping? Bungee jumping. <laughs> Loud neighbors or noisy neighbors? Nosy. Oh, noise. Uh, loud. Okay. I think you said noisy neighbors. <laughs> That's okay. I was I like, isn't it. that the same thing? But I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> Loud or nosy. Got it. Yeah. My son will be very proud of the magic wand comment. Will he? Was- all Harry Potter in our house. So. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, Danielle, thank you so much. Thank you to you, Rick Barter, the Greater Beloit Economic Corporation and the Greater Beloit Chamber of Commerce. You guys deliver for our students. And like you, I have heard have heard so many positive comments from the students who participate in this. You give them a great learning opportunity and skills for the future. So thank you for being with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. We'll have to have you back again soon. Oh, okay. well. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you turn it, tune in to our next podcast. We are sharing them every Friday. So we look forward to our next podcast. Anything you want to end with, Maria? Nope. Thank you and see you guys next time.